Marchand. A shot gets blocked out of the zone. And then one of the Bruins checks into Bennington. And you can bring out the Zamboni. First ever win on home ice in the Stanley Cup final for the St. Louis Blues. A 4-2 win over the Bruins. That ties the series two games to two. And we will go to Boston with the Stanley Cup final. Becoming a best of three. We talk about attrition during the playoffs and that teams like the St. Louis Blues almost rely on it. If you go harken back to San Jose, they ran San Jose into the golfing season. I mean, it was, and we're looking at the same thing again. Guys have been dropping here because they chip pucks in, they skate with this great intensity, and they finish off with from some ferocity. So, and that plan is paying dividends. Hello, everybody. Welcome, once again, to the most must-hear podcast, Big Mouth Small Word Sports Talk. This one's not going to be easy. <laughs> See, I gave you the Game 1 recap. I skipped Game 2, went to Game 3. It was awesome, and now we're at Game 4. But I'm not going to skip out on this one. We lost. Um, it was a bad loss. You know it's a bad loss when you got your boy saying, um... Man, that was just not easy to watch. I'm going to go over this. We're going to try to digest this horrible, terrible loss. I will first give you a little bit of light here. The Blues deserve to win the game. Okay? Just like game two, they kind of deserve to win the game. They got lucky, but they, they deserved it. But I cannot stress enough to all the people throwing up on their social media, all the people talking about how the Bruins have no chance and they don't show up and they suck and blah, blah, blah. It took another near-perfect effort and yet another shorthanded Bruins defense for them to get the job done against us. Whereas when we beat them, when we show up, when we play the way we're capable of, we smash them. So, there's a little bit of positive there. <laughs> Key is we got to show up. So, oh, God. There's so many things I'm, I'm not happy about here. So, obviously, in the beginning, Tuca, I know people don't agree with what I'm going to say, but he lets in a soft goal. Tuca lets in a wraparound. We're in the finals, man. It, a wraparound shouldn't happen. He just... I know that the redirection went right down the guy's stick, and he went, I know, I know, I get it. But when Tuca's at an elite level the way he is right now, and I'm not blaming Tuca for this loss at all. He, as the game went on, he got stronger. He was great. But that first one was soft, rough. Um, Coyle comes in. Chara pinches into the zone, which was awesome to see Chara pinch into the zone like that. Throw a shot on net, pucks on net. Portnoy's got a point. You put pucks on net, good things happen. Charlie Coyle, who has been the best thing that's happened to us, honestly, in a long time, scores one-to-one. Then the they take a shot off the point. Tarasenko comes in and slaps it in. That rebound, there's really nothing Tuka can do about that. Then Chara goes down. 
in the second period. And I'm shaking my head like, all right, hopefully he's just... I knew it was bad. My buddy Duff was right next to me. He said immediately, broken jaw. Because he saw the way Chara went down. He saw the way he put his head on the ice and he knew. He called broken jaw and it actually has been confirmed, I believe, that he has a broken jaw and that he might not play. That would suck. Because as much as people want to shit on him for being old and not that great, you'll see what we are without him. And I feel like in the third, you saw what we are without him. So I'm just going to jump right into everything. Just my thoughts. So anyway, we get a shorthanded attempt. Marshan makes a little cool thing on the blue line. Bergeron shoots five-hole, big rebound. Carlos scores. It's 2-2. Two to two. I'm thinking, all right, third period. We really haven't played a great game, but we're still tied. We're going to beat these guys. This is going to happen. It didn't. We didn't show up in the third. I don't know why. I don't know how. But I will tell you certain things that need to change if the Bruins are going to win. First of all, the Blues getting 38 shots on goal. Stop that. That's ridiculous. You're being you're being a little ridiculous. We only got 23 shots on net. It's not enough. They should not be getting over 10 shots more than you a game. Stop that. The power play, which was on complete fire, didn't happen. I mean, we were 0 for 2. We had one shot. When we were shorthanded, we had three shots on net. Make fucking sense out of that to me. I can't give it to you. I don't know. Face-offs. I mean, percentage-wise, we're not the worst. We're 48%. They're 52. On the outside looking in, you're like, oh, that's not that bad. Until you look at freaking uh, Sean Corrali, who went 1 for 12. And that's rough because he actually was put in a position where he was going against the first line. So, But 1 for 12, though. Probably had a bad game. I can't really shit on him because... Well, I'll explain to you why I can't shit on Corrali. Because you're not the first line, you're the fourth line. You did the best you could. You've showed up in other games. This first line... Oh my god. So... Here's what I'm going to explain to you here. I'm looking at David Krejci's numbers. And I love David Krejci. And I told you in the last podcast, him and DeBrusque, they're going to go off, man. They're going to do it. Let me read to you David Krejci's stat line. I think you're going to understand where I'm going here. Uh, You got goals, assists, points, plus, minus, penalty minutes in the game, shots on goal, hits, blocks. You got all that. You know what I'm saying? So zero, 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 zero. Four hits. Zero blocks. Fucking zero everything. Krejci, I see you come onto the ice. And I am i don't know what I'm looking at. Because I know Bergeron's hurt. I know a lot of guys are hurt. But, but you don't look hurt. You, there are moments where you're actually throwing your body around. You have more hits than Nordstrom. You have more hits than Achari. I mean... I don't understand what the hell happened to him. I don't know what the hell's going on with Krejci, but he, in order for us to have a chance, they've got to do something about that. I mean, Marshy had zero shots on goal. Krejci, <coughs> David Krejci, and Marshy had a combined zero shots on goal. 
what are we doing here? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I, I, I'm looking at it. I, I can't believe that Krejci had 16 minutes on the ice. Marshy had 20, 20 minutes on the ice. What do you, how do you not get a shot on goal? I don't understand what the hell's going on here, man. This is really, this game was rough. This game was hard to watch, man. At times, I'm not going to blame the refs because that's a little ridiculous, but they let a lot of things go. They allowed the Blues to pretty much do whatever they want. There were plenty of times where I saw Coyle just getting held, hacked, everything, and yet Heinen goes to hit the stick doesn't even graze the guy's knee and oh he's flopping to the ground and everybody's flopping to the ground not that it matters because the blues 0 for 3 on the power play your power play blows the blues love to dump the puck in as Milbury said on the opening intro that I put in they bang bodies they hit the crap out of you that's their game the only good thing I saw the Bruins do in this game was block shots had 15 block shots I don't know how Nordstrom's not hurt. I mean, that guy takes like four pucks a game and somehow he's okay. Uh, Something's got to change here, though. I'm looking at these numbers and I, I don't understand. And even if you take the numbers out of it, man, you have to have more fight in you. You could have went up three to one. You just gave the Blues the opportunity now to make this a series. And now you're coming back home. You might not have Char. You might not have Grizzlick. You might be bringing up Cassidy saying bringing up two new defensemen. And that's terrifying. It's a terrifying thought to throw a kid into a situation like this. I mean, Clifton shined. There are certain times where it works, but... Like I said, the key to this series is the second line. What I would do, if you want my two cents, I think Nordstrom has been an absolute monster and a beast. I would not touch the first line because that's our bread and butter. If you're going to switch up the first line, you might as well wave the white flag because they're just going to... They'd be like, oh, well, the Bruins are fucking scared and we don't care anymore. Take Nordstrom off the fourth line. Put Backus on the fourth line. Simple as that. Backus can go down there and bang bodies. And Nordstrom can at least skate with Krejci and DeBrusque and not be a hindrance to them. I love David Backus. I love what he's doing and how he's playing. In a sense, I don't love how he's playing. He's not playing well at all. But I like him banging bodies and all that. But... He's not helping the, the second line. Don't get me wrong. Krejci and DeBrusque are not. At least DeBrusque is skating his dick off. That's good. But other than that, other than that, man, it's been hard to watch. The only line that has shown up every single game is the third line. Johansson and Coyle. Heinen did not have a good game. I don't. I wasn't impressed by him, but Coyle was a monster. He Every shift, you all 15 minutes and 10 seconds that he was on the ice, you knew he was there. The only thing I could crap on him for is that he was 50% in face-offs. But everything, and he was a negative too. But, that, I mean, you can't really hate on him because, you know, wraparound, uh, I don't know, a couple of rebound goals. You can't really shit on them for that. 
So, where the hell does this leave us? Game 5 coming back to the Garden. Thursday night. I feel like the only thing I know is that Tuca's going to show. But what the hell is everybody else going to do? The key to this series, without a doubt to me, is that second line. And now that I'm thinking about it, if they roll seven defensemen, you're going to have to get rid of a forward. Which I would assume would be Bacchus. I almost would rather it be Achari, because I think Bacchus will give you every ounce of what he has. I'd ship him to the fourth line, I'd put Nordstrom on the second line. That's exactly what I would do. You got to do something, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. We need you, bud. I mean, just real quick. I don't know how I haven't touched on this yet. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm not happy. Um, I'm glad that Cassidy kind of called out the forwards. He said, basically, everybody's talking a lot about the defense. But personally, I think our forwards have to do a way better job with the defensemen out. The onus is on them. They have to pull their weight in terms of puck support and helping out the defense and finishing some some plays. And he's right. Because this Bruins team is different than every other Bruins team we've ever watched. We're not the ones clanging and banging. We're not the ones hitting them into the boards. We're the ones drawing penalties so that we can get power plays because apparently we can only score on the freaking power play. Our 5-on-5 five five scoring, we're getting smoked now. We're, we're not good. I don't... We're a better team. No doubt. You look at it on paper. We're a better team. Our first line needs to be our first line. Krejci, get your head out of your ass. I know that you're cool, calm, and collected, but you better start skating a little bit like your head's on fire. DeBrusque, figure it out. Third line, keep being great. And fourth line, keep banging bodies. And Corrali, please just... I'm going to pretend like that last game didn't happen. Because otherwise, you've been great. Really, really, really have to figure this out. At times, it looked like the Blues had a power play. For like five minutes at a time. And they're just flying around us, hitting us. And we're just not giving that last ounce of energy. I'm not sure if you guys are aware, so if any of them would ever be listening, probably not, but you've got three games left, guys. This is it. This is probably Chara's last chance, and I'm not thinking he's going to play, but that dude broke his face, came out, and he sat with you guys. He skated, slapped you on the ass, and was like, come on, boys, like, let's go. Do it for him, man. Do it for a guy that's been with you for a decade that gave you everything that he had. You know Bergeron's hurt big time. You know as soon as his playoffs are done, they're going to talk about how Bergie's like, I don't know, has a freaking virus and he's he's fucking on his deathbed. The guy doesn't give a shit. He's going to go and give everything he has. Marshy, do it for Bergie. Come on, guys. Do it for Boston. Let's go. I want to see them on fire. I want to see that crowd ready to go, losing their minds for them. 
don't let the Blues set the physical tone. Every game that we have shown up and we have established who we are and slowed the game down, we've won. So do that. Focus on game five. As long as you win that, you should be fine for the series. Bruins and six. And if not Bruins and six, Bruins and seven. No matter what, Bruins. I'm a little terrified, but go Bruins. Thank you for listening. Go fucking Bruins. Yeah.